schedule one day behind um my name's tom hayes joined as always with the infamous ryan shop giving me a funny grin right now hey how's your week and one day been yeah yeah not too bad um i don't know why why i'm infamous um infamous kilt wearing (laughs) anyway um yeah we've got actually quite a bit to get through um on a tight schedule so we'll try and make it a little bit speedy, get through the, the bits that we need to get through, um, and we'll kick things off, as always, with the rundown. This week on the rundown, on Sunday, Everton sacked head coach Rafa Benitez after less than 12 months at the post. Uh, yeah, this came as no surprise whatsoever to um, us, especially, um, yep. after a very bad run of form um, with the Toffees, um, and it seemed to be doomed from the start. As Toffee he- turmoil. Yeah, as he has um, previously been managed of the other side of Liverpool, um, winning the fam- most famously the Champions League That's right. uh, in 2005. That's right. So, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, they are currently 15th um, in the table, two points above relegation, handful of points in between, only one league win since September. Um, they've obviously progressed in the league, uh, not the league cup. Well, they did, but then they got knocked out. Mm-hmm. Still in the FA Cup, uh, beating Millwall. But um, yeah, doesn't look great for them. Um, the shortlist, however, um, for them to 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 be replacing Rafa Benitez, uh, currently stands at Frank Lampard, Wayne Rooney, Roberto Martinez, Graham Potter, Rudy Garcia, and Duncan Ferguson. I think we can rule out three. Let's say well, three: Lampard, Garcia, and Potter. Don't really see any no. of them going. We could make a case for Rooney, uh, Ferguson, and Martinez. Martinez already started talks. Rooney, I mean, club legend, sort of. Um, they created him. And Ferguson, with his ties to the club already. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I guess, again. My money would be on Rooney for this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, moving on, on Tuesday, Eric Lamella won the Puskas Award for his Rabona goal against Arsenal. Um, I mean, we sort of guessed it. We knew it wasn't going to be one, the uh, Temi Moretti goal. Well, I, I thought it should have been, I thought um, it should have been Patrick Schick's well. goal against Scotland. Um, but I think, but, again, the rarity of the Rabona, mm. you never see it. No. Um, and well, now you started to see it a bit more, I think. But. Yeah, I mean, you see, you see, like the little flicks onto the goal, like behind the leg. It's like a half rebona, but yeah, these are rare, I guess, as well as halfway goals, but not as rare. So I think, I think that's what won him it. Um, they don't do a three-two-one either, so I think it's just a straight winner. So no yeah. second place or anything there. Uh, moving on, on Thursday, the Afcon match between Mali and Tunisia was wild. Yes. I loved it. I, I just wanted to talk about it because it was so funny. Yep. Um, so during a, an AFCON match, I think it might have been the f- one of the first matches of the whole tournament. I know it was their first match of the tournament between Tunisia and Mali. Um, the referee had an absolute honker. He um, blew for full time in the 86th minute, just completely <laughs> discombobulated. Uh, and then he restarted. Uh, play like a minute later after sending a Mali player off w- when he thought was the game was finished because they were all in his face saying, look, there's still time on the pitch. 
And then he sent him off. Um, I don't believe he come back on either, which is a bit like he didn't reverse the red mm. card. Um, and then again, like three minutes later, the ref blew again at 89th minute. So still prematurely um, for full time with uh, a minute remaining. There was added time due. I think there was another three minutes of added time. Um, there was two VR checks during the half as well. So that they got to compile that on top as well. And there was a water break. <laughs> so there was like another two minutes there. So there probably should have been more than three or two or three minutes of extra time. Um, but yeah, he had a stinker there. And then during the press conference, I don't know if you saw this, but during the press conferences, the um, CF officials, they interrupted the press conferences. This is like 15, 20 minutes after the game mm. when they're all on the pitch. Um, and they demanded that the final three minutes of the game were to be played, right? The uh, the Mali players, the 10 Mali players, uh, returned to the pitch, but Tunisia refused to show up. So I don't know what happened there. I don't know what the score was either, but um, weird stuff going on in AFCON. AFCON's actually quite entertaining as well because uh, I don't know if you saw another game. I think it was the Sierra Leone goalkeeper. Mali won the game, by the way. Yeah, the Sierra Leone goalkeeper in one of the games, he made seven saves and he was going full sweeper keeper coming up the pitch out of his box, just blocking shit. It was fucked. And um, Egypt won their game thanks to Mohamed Salah. Nice little volley he did there. Yeah. Um, um, and he was wearing his new signature boots. Yes, his new, he's got a boot deal with uh, Adidas now. Adidas. Um, getting on the hype train there. But um, yeah, AFCON, I don't know. They seem like a very unorganized federation. Yeah, it's, it seems it's just like a I think that's what makes it entertaining as well. It, it reminds me, I, you know, I, I want to see, um, you know, that is it the Ghana news guy? <laughs> I reckon he's a commentator. <laughs> oh my god, that would be hilarious. I reckon he probably has done something on it. Oh, I, I, if there is, I want to. If I can find something, I doubt I'll find something when I'm uploading this. But if there is, I'll add a little clip in there. Yes. No, I probably won't find it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Also on Thursday, Hemis Rodriguez aided Al Rahaz Usman Kulabai during a cardiac arrest on the pitch. It was actually inside the goal. Yeah. Um. I didn't really read much into this, but he technically, you know, you know when players. Um. When was this? During um. The Euros. Mm-hmm. Um, it was similar to that how what Simon Kier did yeah. Um, so yeah very well done there I think uh, I guess anyone would have done that uh, everyone would, would have done that but yeah. he was obviously the closest and he he did his best and I, I believe he's um, healthy still well not healthy but <laughs> he's uh, kicking let's say yeah alright <laughs> anyway alright that's um, all that's all for the rundown this week um, we'll move straight on to results uh, this week on the results, we had uh, FA Cup, Premier League, Carabao Cup. We had a bunch. Um, obviously, FA Cup was only one game between United and Villa. Um, I believe the winner of that goes on to play Middlesbrough, uh, which was United, who won 1-0, uh, who Middlesbrough beat Arsenal 1-0 as well. Um, but yeah, so United go through Villa, uh, knocked out of the cup, uh, but they did somehow get revenge on them later on, which we'll see. Uh, we had some postponed games to... Uh, catch up on uh, Southampton beat Brentford 4-1 and St Mary's Everton and Leicester was further postponed again uh, and West Ham beat Norwich 2-0 at uh, London Olympic Stadium um, the Carabao Cup games um, went pretty straightforward I mean one of them did 
Chelsea beat Tottenham 1-0 at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Moving on to the final, beating them 3-0 on aggregate. Um, and the first leg of the Liverpool-Arsenal game went through 0-0 after Arsenal went down to 10 men after about 20 or 30 minutes, um, which is very frustrating from a Liverpool perspective. But uh, now Arsenal take... Uh, well, I mean, they're, they're well in it. I mean, got the, the home leg next, second leg, win. whoever wins basically goes through. Um, and obviously penalties and extra time as well if it's still tied. Um, so that'll be sometime this week, a couple of days in time. Um, and then over the weekend, we had Premier League match week 22, um, which had some very interesting results. Brighton and Crystal Palace drew 1-0 on Saturday morning for us. City beat Chelsea 1-0, thanks to a Kevin De Bruyne wonder strike, mm. let's say. Um, keep, I think at the time they went 13 points clear on top. Um, Wolves beat Southampton 3-1. Uh, James Ward-Prowse became the sec. Uh, the he's now the second most. Um, I don't know. Let's say he's second on the list for direct free kicks in the Premier mm. League now, only behind David Beckham. Well, it looked like a David Beckham goal. Oh, his free kick. He's. I reckon. I'm gonna say it right now. He's the best free take free kick taker in the Premier League. I wouldn't argue against it. Yeah, I mean, he's he's nuts. Uh, Norwich beat Everton two one, which consequently sacked Rafa Benitez. Um, again, Everton. Not in the greatest spot right now, and it probably doesn't look like it's going to get better until they get a new manager in um, to restore some hope. Newcastle and Watford drew 1-1. Not a lot in this one. I think Newcastle probably need to start rolling in. I mean, it's not a bad result for them as well as Watford, but, um, you know, points for either of those teams is not going to go amiss. No. Uh, Burnley and Leicester was postponed. Um, Burnley are now... (sighs) I think they're like five games behind in the league, which is no good. Um, and this is the the feature match in my eyes. Aston Villa 2, Man United 2 at Villa Park. Uh, Bruno Fernandes scored the first two for United in the 6th and 67th minute. Mm. Uh, Ramsey, the uh, youngster, I don't think he can, I think he started actually, uh, scored the first for Villa in the 77th minute. Um, and Philip Coutinho, in his return to the Premier League, got the uh, equalise in the 81st minute. Um, but yeah, I think I don't think it could have gone better for Coutinho. Uh, when I was writing his name, I'm just gonna say when I was writing his name, I got goosebumps because like uh, I've obviously still I I don't know if I've got respect for him, but I still really really like uh, him as a player. Um, but yeah, returns to the Premier League. He came on in the 68th minute. Assisted the first, scored the second. Um, can't really go wrong there. Obviously, they got some revenge, I should say, um, after getting knocked out in the cup. Um, and yeah, I we could go into depth about this again, but another Man United disaster class. Uh, you know, bottling three points like that. Um, when you're 2-0 up with, what, 13 minutes to go, it's uh, obviously not the greatest situation. Where are United in the league right now? Double check seventh. Seventh. They're behind Tottenham. Yep. They are. So Tottenham sixth, and then I think West Ham, Arsenal fifth, sixth. Arsenal, West Ham. Arsenal, West Ham. Yeah. So yeah, West Ham the outlier there, and Aston Villa on the up. Where are they in the? Are they still in the top ten? I believe so. Um. Obviously, that when Jared came, they were fifteenth. I want to say in the league. Aston Villa, uh, no, they're 13th. 13th. It, it must be close there, mid-table there. 
I would say. Um, yeah, pretty close. Yeah, so I'd say out of all in all, United probably should have got the second win of the week against Villa, but didn't. Um, I don't really know if it really well, hurts United that much. Yeah, there's three points between uh, Leeds in 15th and Leicester in 10th. Right. Well, there you go. Um, Liverpool beat Brentford 3-0 um, without Salah and Mane, which I was surprised about. They scored three goals, but we'll take that. They're now the... Uh, they've scored the most goals in the league with the game in hand, so I'll take that. Uh, Leeds beat West Ham 3-2. I believe now they've started the most young uh, teenagers, let's say, in the Premier League history. Um, yes. With eight. Yeah. Um, and, and there's still um, a bunch of games to go, which they could still uh, debut more. But Yeah, and uh, Jack Harrison getting his first senior hat-trick. There you go. Harrison, he, he pops up. He's, he plays like midfield wing-back sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, there you go. Um, and Tottenham versus Arsenal was postponed, unfortunately, which was our feature match from last week. So <laughs> that's a bit unfortunate. Um, and that's all for the results. We sped through that. Um, now we've got fixtures and tipping um, with another big week. There's what? Match week 17, catch up on 24 to get ahead of, and 23, which is the, the week we're up to. So we'll get into that now. Now we move on to the fixtures and our tipping for this week. Uh, starts off with Premier League match week 17 postponed matches. Uh, there's only three of them. Uh, yep. The first is taking place on Wednesday, January the 19th, between Burnley and Watford, um, which is Expected to be postponed again. Yeah. Um, at Turmore, I would expect it to be draw. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. I've gone 1-0 Watford. And let's just talk about Burnley for a second. You know how we've always said, oh, Burnley never get relegated. They... They could. Are they, they're last. I mean, I think they're last, but they're five games behind. So yeah. they could obviously catch these games up. But just like looking at it straight up, it doesn't look great. Um, Sean Dyche has a job to do. Mm. I'm sure he'll get onto it. Yeah. yeah it's going to be like they're playing in Europe come the end of the season because they'll be playing games every three days, I believe. Um, moving on. On Thursday, January the 20th, there are two matches being played. The first of which is Leicester City taking on Tottenham Hotspur at the King Power Stadium. And I think that Tottenham will win 1-0. I got 2-1 Tottenham. This could go either way, though. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Brentford take on Manchester United um, at Brentford Community Stadium, and I think it will be a 1-0 to Brentford. You know, I, I, I used to say Brentford Community Stadium was a fortress, but in like the last two months, it really hasn't been. No. And I think the way that they're going now, they shouldn't... They don't really deserve to win. But if they can, that would be great. But I've gone... 3-2 United. Mm. Bit out there. Uh, moving on to Premier League match week 24. Um, yeah. Why is 23 after 24? Because they're getting ahead. Because uh, uh, this is, I think this is because Chelsea are now in the cup final. So they have oh, to right, play right. a game ahead. Yeah. Yep. Um, on Wednesday, January the 19th, otherwise known as tomorrow, uh, Brighton take on Chelsea. Um... I don't know what you're going to pick, Sam. Yeah, at the MX, and I'm tipping Brighton to win 1-0. I'm tipping Chelsea 2-0, 
I reckon Lukaku scores one of them. Be good if he did something for a change. Uh, moving on to the Carabao Cup semi-final second leg. As we know, Chelsea already through to the final of the League Cup or Carabao Cup. Uh, so the second league between Arsenal, still everything to play for Very between Arsenal so. and Liverpool, despite Arsenal going down to 10 men um, and Liverpool not being able to capitalise, which is quite surprising at Anfield. But anyway, this one takes place at the Emirates, and yeah, it's sure to be exciting. Will Arsenal lose another player? What do we reckon? Let's tip, but it won't go towards our tipping. Yeah, I reckon Liverpool 3-1. I actually think we'll lose. I'm not confident now. Or I think either Liverpool will win decently, or it will go to penalties. Penalties. That's a shout. Because if they employ the same tactics at the Emirates, even with 11 men... I don't think people, or or just fans or anything, realise how much... Like, what importance Salah and Mane have to the squad. Mm -hmm. But, like, against, like, teams like Arsenal, Tottenham and everyone above, I feel like we could struggle still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they they played such a strong eleven as well, which I didn't expect, and they still couldn't get it done. So I'm not confident, but I'll hope we win. Moving on to Premier League match week 23, uh, the first of which matches takes place on Saturday, January the 22nd, between Watford and Aston, Watford, Watford and Norwich, Aston City. What a Norwich! <laughs> Sorry, um, at the Vicarage Road Stadium. Stadium? Is it a stadium? Big ground. Road. I don't know. Yeah, it's a road. Um, which could be an interesting match. And I think Norwich will win 1-0. I've gone, uh, gone. I've done Watford 1-0. So, one of us, unless it's a draw, one of us is on the money. But uh, yeah, we could go either way. Both teams could use the points, let's say. Yep. Uh, the next match is Everton taking on Aston Villa, also on the 22nd, at Goodison Park. Um, the first match without Rafa Benitez, who will replace him by then? Um, they might not yeah, have a replacement. They haven't announced an interim yet either. No, so they might try and fix one up, a full-time manager before then, which would be pretty hard, but not impossible. Um, yeah, this is a bit of a feature match for us this week. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Everton bounce back from losing Rafa, um, whether an interim manager can do anything differently uh, or potentially a replacement changes changes things up in that short period of time. It'll be interesting to see. Um, But I think with Villa's current form under Steven Gerrard um, and Coutinho in, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a thumping. I think uh, 4-0 to Aston Villa. You've read me, mine. I've also gone 4-0. And oh, so, they've actually got so much firepower now. Just remember as well what they did during the summer. You know, they got Buendia, Ings, uh, uh, Bailey. Uh, who else did they get? They're still on the hunt for another striker as well, which I'll talk about in the next segment. Um, and Everton just probably lost one of their best... The, they're the best defender, let's say, which we'll talk about as well in the next segment. Um, yeah, and Aston Villa just look way too strong at the moment. And I think... Yeah, 4-0. Uh, moving on, there are four matches on Sunday, January the 23rd, the first of which is Brentford taking on Wolverhampton Wanderers at Brentford Community Stadium. And I think Wolves win 1-0. I'm on 2-0 Wolves. I usually do the 1-0, but Brentford not looking great. So. 
Uh, the next match is Manchester United taking on West Ham United at Old Trafford, and I think West Ham win two goals to one. Two one. I've gone with a two two draw. West Ham as well haven't been in the greatest of form. They just obviously lost to Leeds, so um, hopefully they can switch things around and beat United. I'd love that, but uh, yeah, not not as confident as I would have been three or four months ago. The next match is Leeds United taking on Newcastle United at Ellen Road, and I think it will be a one-one draw. Yeah, I've gone the same one-one. Um, Newcastle will just take any points they can. I think. Mm. Um, moving Another on. Another team that is that's down there is Leeds. I mean, they're not really that far down, but I don't think they'll get dragged in. I don't think they're in the relegation battle no. as of yet, but uh, who knows? Uh, still about half a season left, um, a bit less. But um, yep. moving on, Southampton take on Manchester City at St Mary's, and I think Manchester City win three goals to nil. I've gone. Like, this is me wayward one. I've gone five-one City, and I think the one will be. <laughs> Ward Prowse freak here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm in love with that bloke. He's, he's unreal. Uh, next up, there are four matches on Monday, January the 24th. Uh, the first of which is Arsenal taking on Burnley at the Emirates. I could be postponed again because Burnley do. are just in a crisis. I think Arsenal win two goals to nil. Yeah, I've gone 3 nil, Arsenal. And yeah, I actually don't expect that game to go ahead, but hopefully it does for Burnley's sake to catch up. The next match is Leicester taking on Brighton and Hove Albion at the King, the Power. King Power Stadium. Um, could be a close one, so I'm going to go for a 2-2 draw. I'm on 2-1 Leicester. Um, I don't know why. They, they, yeah, as you said, it will be close, I think. Um, very evenly matched teams at the moment. The next one is Crystal Palace taking on Liverpool at Selhurst Park. And I think it will be 1-0 to Crystal Palace um, with Conor Gallagher scoring the winner late in the match after Liverpool lose a player. <laughs> That's a very intricate prediction. I've gone, Jeez, he's good. I mean, last time we went there, we won 7-0. I hope that happens again, but it won't. Uh, I'm going 2-0 Liverpool. I just want Liverpool to drop points. I mean... Who doesn't? Everyone loves I, it. I think we can probably concede that the league's over now anyway. Pardon? I think we can both concede the league's over anyway. I don't want to admit that yet, but I have had that feeling. But there's still we still got to play City again. Well, with their lucky, yeah, with their lucky escape on the weekend. I'm hoping we can do what City did to us three years ago and pip them. Five points. Yeah, like oh, we'll just catch them up again. It's theirs to lose, so... It is. I mean, whoever's first, it's theirs to lose, but City are just another animal. At the yeah, there, there is a bit of chasing to do there. Um, yeah. The last match we'll talk about is Chelsea taking on Tottenham Hotspur uh, at Stamford Bridge, and I'm tipping 1-0 to Tottenham. Yeah, I've gone 1-0 Chelsea. Don't know why. They're just... I think they're better than Tottenham. You've obviously done yours for obvious reasons, but... I am excited for that one. I think... I just don't know what... I feel like it could be close. Chelsea could blow them away. I don't see Tottenham blowing them away. Well, we've already beaten it'd be them good for the, twice in the last two weeks. So. It'd be good for the top three race. But I mean, like, for us, finishing second, third or fourth is all the same. So... Yeah. It's not really a race. But I'd, it's for our little banter. Because I know we pipped his for third last year. 
I want to do that again. I <laughs> just it's just satisfying. So I I want Tottenham to win, but Chelsea I think will win one 0 mm. Now yeah, on that I think maybe Chelsea start focusing on the Champions League. Yeah, well I mean, how many points are they above fourth? Do you know? It's a handful. Oh, a, fair, a fair bit. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I mean, I'm not uncomfortable with the position I'm in. I'd only be uncomfortable if Liverpool were first right now, with the points. what eleven point lead with the game. Yeah. So there's so West Ham are on fourth with thirty seven. So six points to Chelsea on forty three. Yeah, so there's a two points to Liverpool on forty five, and then there is yet yeah, eleven points on Liverpool, to City on fifty six. Do they have a game in here? Liverpool still have a game in hand, yeah. Yeah, they and that's do. Leads. Um, but the goal differences. Um, so fourth. Um. West Ham, 11 goal difference, Chelsea 28, uh, Liverpool 37 and 41 uh, for City. Yeah. Yeah. They've only um, had two losses this season. Yeah. Um, it's Liverpool's draws. I think we've got six draws. Six draws. Chelsea have had seven draws, yeah. three losses. Um, so I think that's what splits the difference between the City and the rest. Is City get the job done, Chelsea and Liverpool have tendencies to yeah. drop those points quite easily. Um, anyway, that's all. Uh, currently, Tom's on 184 points, and I'm 137. You're catching me. You actually caught me up by a few points that round. Yeah. The last three rounds, you've beat me, so... Anyway, yeah. uh, moving on to Transfer Whispers now. Alrighty, so for Transfer Whispers, every deal, I believe, involves the Premier League, which works perfectly for this uh, podcast. Um, we'll start off with the rumours. I have no idea how to say this guy's name, but it is, I want to say Benoit Badia-Shill. Let's go with that. Um, the Monaco, AS Monaco player, uh, centre-back, uh, French, um, is looking, well, he's not looking, but there's two Premier League teams interested in him. One being Newcastle after the Sven Botman deal went down in flames. And West Ham also interested. I believe they lost... Uh, Kurt, oh, no, they got Kurt Zuma in. So I don't know why West... I think Newcastle could use him more. West Ham would be handy for them. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think well, Sven Botman was Newcastle's top target. So I think they will go a little bit harder. They've got a little bit more to offer as well in terms of money. Uh, on to the ongoing deals, um, first of which is Steven Bergvine, as we mentioned last podcast, Tottenham, um, looking to offload a couple players, Bergvine being one, uh, Tango and Dombele being the other. Um, I've forgotten who the top... Uh, Antonio Conte is not happy with Tango and Dombele um, for a few reasons, one being that he wants to leave and then not showing any effort at, at training and in games as well. As much as he used to, let's say. Um, but yeah, Steven Bergvine uh, is linked to Ajax for a fee of around 15 million euros or more. They want at least that uh, for him. They bought him from PSV, I want to say. So he is Dutch. Uh, so a potential move back to the Dutch league. Um, another one is Eric Bailly, who is being targeted by AC Milan. Uh, that one's just in the talking stage, as is the other two with Arthur Mello. Of Juventus, the the Brazilian midfielder um, is interested by Arsenal on a loan deal till the end of the season, so that could be uh, interesting again. Maybe see a Martin Odegaard type deal here where they may buy him hit the in the summer. And another one was Christian Eriksen, who mm. 
is no longer contracted to Inter as he can't play there. He's been training with his boyhood club in uh, Norway. No, not Norway. Um, <laughs> oh my god. What's the country? Denmark. Denmark. I was thinking. I was, <laughs> I was thinking like Dane, Danish. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So he's a, currently a free agent, uh, and Brentford are interested, I believe it was, uh, in his services. So we may see Christian Eriksen back in the Premier League um, potentially soon enough. Um, an advanced deal is for Aston Villa. Robin Olsen. Olsen. From Olsen. Roma. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, they're interested in him on a six-month loan deal. Uh, there may be a potential to buy him in the summer. Villa are going hard in these last two transfer windows, and I love it. Um, so, yeah, the, the, another one from awaiting. This deal is close to being done. Is uh, Chiquinho, I think it is how you say it. Chiquinho. Um, from Estoril Chiquinho. to Wolves, another Portuguese player, uh, Portuguese striker, um, for a deal around five million euros, including bonuses. Oh, five million, yeah, euros, including bonuses. I think it's three and a half mil plus one and a half mil. Um, so they, I mean, Wolves, they're not going away from those Portuguese ties. I mean, they've got a Portuguese manager still, so. Don't say why not. Um, only thing is, I think he would definitely be seen as like a backup slash future. Large is going large. He's going large. He is. Um, and now the confirmed deals. There's a, f- there's four to talk about. Some of these are uh, interesting. First of which, Pablo Mari, Arsenal centre back to Udinese on a six month loan. He'll be back. Um, Arsenal just probably clearing some sort of finances for the Arthur deal. That is my. Um, theory for that um so yeah he's off to italy for six months uh anwar el ghazi went from villa to everton uh for seven and a half million pounds or thereabouts i think it was 10 million euros uh so maybe just over that um which was not a part of the same deal of luca dean going the other way from everton to villa for 25 mil on a four and a half year contract Mm -hmm. um this one, I saw something funny about this. So, Rafa Benitez has done his job perfectly from a Liverpool perspective. He's gone to Age the rivals, yeah. just <laughs> killed their hopes of... I mean, hasn't killed their hopes, but potentially put them in a dangerous position. He's then uh, sold their best defender to Steven Gerrard, <laughs> and then he's fucked off. <laughs> well, he's been fucked off. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think... Um, that's a good get for Villa. I think Chelsea were interested early. They pulled out. Mm. Chelsea's still in the hunt for a left back or a full back, uh, even though they got Chilwell, who's injured. Alonso. I think they're they're looking to recall Emerson from where he from wherever he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they've got a plan B as well if they can't. So I think I think we can expect Chelsea to sign a, a full back or get one back. Um, so yeah. Keep your eyes peeled for yeah. that. I don't know if Harlem plays fullback, but I'm sure he could try. <laughs> Might do it like a Lewandowski, start off as a left back yeah. and come up as a striker. Because <laughs> yeah. he's not doing well there anyway, so, you know. Well, I mean, he's only scored 78 games in 77... Uh, 70, 78, <laughs> he scored 78 games. 
Scored 78 goals in 77 yeah. games for Dortmund, so he's not doing too bad. Maybe he is. You know, he's got the height for a defender. Maybe a centre-half, but... <laughs> Could yeah. you imagine that? <laughs> That'd be fucked. Um, I've, I've got no filter on at the moment. <laughs> I've just been swearing the whole fucking episode. Anyway, uh, the big one, in my eyes, was Chris Wood, who went from Burnley to Newcastle. Newcastle's... No, I thought it was their record fee, but it wasn't because no. Joe Linton is. Um, £25 million, pounds, that was his release clause, which he never thought would ever be triggered. Um, so he's happy with that. Two-and-a-half-year contract. I believe he's on 50k a week, which is now the highest-paid Kiwi sportsman in history. Um, so, yeah, Chris Wood, Newcastle. Then I've got uh, two... Hard to go up against the other five, so... Pardon? Hard to go up against the other five Kiwis that um, have played sport. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, love them, love them the bits. The old fine. cousins. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what are they called? They're doing us? better than us, anyway. Hey, never mind. Um, but yeah, he um, now Newcastle are going to be. I mean, I don't know how they're going to line up. They've got Callum Wilson, Almiron, Joe Linton, Chris Wood, mm. St. Maximin. Like they've got options, mm. but. I don't know. It's it's also um pretty cool that he went to a club that's uh, colours are black colors. and white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I saw the um the photo when they released him and he was holding a black and white flag and I thought it was Newcastle but yeah. it said New Zealand on it which I thought was funny. Um, but yeah, where are we now? We are on the what are we the twenty third? Oh no, it's the eighteenth. Eighteenth. <laughs> I'm thinking match week twenty three times. Right, so there's two weeks or thereabouts of the window left. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see a, a few more deals go through. There has been other deals go through in other leagues. I think one of them was David Neres from Ajax. He moved to Shakhtar Donetsk, which I thought was weird. He, I think he has so much potential, and I think Shakhtar Donetsk have got him an absolute peach there. Um, what are you laughing for? Don't worry, I'll show you that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, that's basically the end of the episode, so you can show me that in a couple of seconds. Okay. Um, thanks for listening. We'll be back in six days' time, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, actually, will we? Maybe. Yes, should be. Should be. Let's hope so. Monday or Tuesday sometime. Yeah, one of them. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 91st Minute. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 91 underscore pod. You can follow myself on Twitter at RP underscore shop. And you can follow Tom on Twitter at Thomas Hayes underscore. Our references and contacts are in the description of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Ciao. See ya. See you later.